grant, O Lord, that thy word only may be spoken and thy word only may be received. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This morning, beloved in the Lord Jesus Christ, I set out to dispel an age-old axiom, a truth that has been handed down for untold generations, a thing that has given children throughout the world courage to face the unforgiving masses, to face the criticisms and the taunts of other children. Today, I declare as false, as untrue, a thing that has been repeated millions of times to millions of people. This so-called truth has been the subject of many posters and wall murals. It has been etched in wood and glass and hung upon the walls of homes and schools and in other public places. And this age-old axiom that is a damaging lie and falsehood is this. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never hurt me. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never hurt me. How many times have you heard this in the schoolyard? How many times has this thought gone through your head as some bullying person insulted you or said unkind things about you or someone you love? Perhaps you've even told this to your own children as my parents and teachers told it to me. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never hurt me. I propose the thesis, brothers and sisters, that while it is certainly true, objectively true, that sticks and stones can indeed break your bones, words can actually break your soul. Words are not a thing to be taken lightly or without great thought. As a young man studying for the priesthood, I remember being introduced to a very disturbing thought dealing with this subject. It too was etched in wood and hung on the wall of a classroom at seminary. This very disturbing thought was a quote by the great St. John Chrysostom, the very, saint, very same great John Chrysostom whose Easter sermon we read at the Easter Vigil that is much loved. And his quote is this, the road to hell is paved with the skulls of erring priests, with bishops as their signposts. The road to hell is paved with the skulls of erring priests, with bishops as their signpost. This professor slash priest hung this quote prominently in his classroom behind his lectern because he wanted anybody, any seminarian that took his class to be absolutely sure without doubt that they understood completely the seriousness and the magnitude of what they were seeking to undertake. He believed, and I think rightly so, that once a person enters seminary, becomes by edict of the church a seminarian, no one will ever look at that person the same way again. Instead, they begin to look to the person as a wellspring of faith, of wisdom and counsel. They look to you to explain the faith, to answer questions 
about the spiritual aspects of their lives. They look to you to explain to them the economy of God. The priest is the first and most real resource for faith in Jesus Christ. The road to hell is paved with the skulls of erring priests. That thought can be at times crippling that I have been charged with this duty, this great and pressing responsibility. It's something that causes me great pains when trying to instruct or counsel others. It's a thing that can keep you up at night wondering if you said the right words or if you transmitted the right idea. If you help somebody or hurt them, it's an awesome responsibility. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, man, I'm glad I'm not a priest. At least I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> but don't breathe the sigh of relief too quickly. This morning I remind you of the words of our Lord recorded by St. Luke, venerable physician of soul and body. He records temptations to sin are sure to come, but woe to him by whom they come. It would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were cast into the sea than that he should cause one of these little ones to sin. The entirety of the followers of Jesus Christ, both clergy and laity, you and me, us together, we are all held up against great expectations. We are all held to a tremendous accountability in our actions and in our words. Our brother, St. James, this morning in his epistle speaks of the power of the tongue, the power of words. He says, so the tongue is a little member and boasts of great things. How great a forest is set ablaze by a small fire, and the tongue is a fire. St. James tells us that our tongues, our words, guide our whole bodies or writing the coattails of last week's sermon, the actions of our tongues, what we say, how we speak of and to others is a measure of our faith. What we say and how we speak to others is a measure of our faith. More than that, James gives us a much needed warning. The tongue, our words and language guide, steer, and lead the rest of our being. Our actions, our activities, our virtues, our everything. The manner of our life begins with the words we use and the manner in which we speak. If our speech, if our words and conversations are filled with bitterness, with contempt, with jealousy, hatred, envy, and pride, then guess what? So are our lives. If we speak ill of another person, if we speak with negative words towards others or towards anything, then it is a rudder that guides the entirety of our being into dark waters away from the light of Jesus Christ. But it's not just our souls that are at stake. Our words can and do heal. Our words can and do crush the souls of others. And for those words, we are responsible. When we betray the confidence of another by speaking of privileged information, we break the trust of another soul. When with our tongues we spread gossip, 
we defile a soul. When with our tongues we speak poorly of another, when with our tongues we make fun of another, belittle another, speak of others' failings or shortcomings or oddities, we rip and tear at the fabric of that person's being. And for that, we will answer to God. Think for a moment about the awesome power of words. I love you. I hate you. You are beautiful. You disgust me. You're magnificent. You're worthless. Words bring healing and wholeness or damage and brokenness. We can either build up our families, our wives and husbands, our children, our friends and neighbors, or we can tear them down. Let me ask you a question to think about. How many opinions do you hold that are based on the word, the tongue of another? How many people do you think about and your opinion being formed on the words others have spoken about them? Many, I would presume. The tongue. We possess a dread and great power, a fire that burns down the largest of forests. With our tongues, we can either help pave the road to hell or lead other souls to heaven. Consider this, beloved. The words you speak, the conversations you have, the ideas you convey, the thoughts that come out of your mouth are a rudder that guides your life, either into living waters or into dark and troubled waters of which we will not speak. With your tongue, you can build up those around you, your husbands, your wives, your children, your families, your community, all around you. With your tongues, you can heal and give power and courage and hope to those whom are in your life. Or you can tear and injure. Our tongues, rudders for our soul, and the most powerful thing we possess. We can build and heal or destroy. Brothers and sisters, what we say matters tremendously, more than we will ever, ever know. What we say guides the entirety of our being, of our life. So beloved in the Lord Jesus Christ, let us this day use our tongue to sing praises to God. Let us use our tongues to sing songs of love and songs of healing and songs of hope. Let our words heal the world. Let our words soothe and comfort the broken and the downtrodden. Brothers and sisters, let our words build up those around us. Let our words inspire others to great things. My brothers and sisters, let our words steer a course to heaven. And with our words, let us show others God living and true. Let us speak so that at the last day we stand in joy knowing we did all we could to bring life and love and mercy and healing to this dark and broken world. For sticks and stones may break our bones, but words can break or save our souls. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit.